This is a voice for you that have known what it is to be sad and submerged in a depth enveloped in darkness and apparently without a clear direction. This is a voice for you that from some point of your being, you have raised the cry of help to whoever can hear you in this universe. This is a voice for you that just like the caterpillar or the lotus, you are ready to be reborn and flourish, sustained by the glory, beauty, and power of the love of this universe that is contained forever in your heart. Welcome to the Ancestral Knowledge Podcast. Hi friends around the world. It's a pleasure to be here connecting with you today. I'm here with a very close friend whose name is William Murphy and we met at the Vision Quest in Colombia and that is actually what we're going to talk to you about, about a Vision Quest, what it can do for your life, what is it, and um, William is a wonderful person to share about this because he has finished his Vision Quest, he has been supporting for many years and is he is a a wonderful example of what it can do for your life and how you can then be of service to others. So I'm gonna hand over the space for him to introduce himself and then we'll carry on with our conversation. Bueno. Hi everybody out there. Uh, my name is William. Uh, I, I reside in uh, Sedona, Arizona currently. Very special place. I'm very blessed to be there. Um, it's been a fantastic, magical journey for me in my life, uh, for sure. And uh, Vision Quest has been a uh, substantial piece of my spiritual path in, in recent memory. I first went down in 2012. Well, 2011, I flew down there to help set up, and then it began uh, in on January 2nd, 2012. And um, I, I have a tendency to jump into things, sort of, you know. Uh, my heart leads me or um, compels me to leap into things. And so I went down there not quite knowing what I had gotten into, uh, truth be told. I have been dabbling, practicing various spiritual practices, uh, spiritual forms, studying different ways to pray from yoga and Taoism and Buddhism. And um, and then in 2010, the world of plant medicines and shamanism from South America entered my life. And from the group that uh, I first started sitting in ceremony with, I was told about Vision Quest, and immediately my heart was like, yes, big yes, you need to be down there in Colombia. And the idea was kind of mind-boggling for me. It's like, what What am I getting into? <laughs> As I said, I have a tendency to leap into things, uh, or I'm compelled to enter into things I don't quite understand. And it's beyond my, my knowing or understanding, but somehow there's um, a design in it with my soul and life, life leads me that way so um, you know I do my best to to follow you know the whispers of, of the wind and how it speaks so so I found myself down in Colombia in this um, two weeks ceremony called Vision Quest or Busca de Televisión and there's from what I understand in well in the Lakota tradition uh, it's Hamblecha uh, which means to cry for a vision so there's a lot of um, it's a big ceremony and for someone who's not maybe familiar with that world it can be over Overwhelming or confusing, and certainly enlightening, inspiring—a grand ceremony, a grand prayer that takes 
time to unfold over years. And that's been my experience. I've um, been down here in Colombia for Vision Quest six times now. And the significance of that first time is still unfolding. Every time I come down here for ceremony, uh, the experience deepens tremendously and gets richer. It's like they stack up on top of one another. It's cumulative. So the more any of us focus our energy on one particular purpose or prayer, the stronger that that energy becomes. And it's this ceremony has been happening for quite some time, I think like 15 years in that location. And then for many other years, many more years in other locations throughout Mexico and South America, the group is called El Fuego Sagrado de Itzichalatnan. And um, it took a while before I even learned what Itzichalatnan means. Came to learn just last year on my, my fifth time down here that essentially means great red island or land and refers to this the continent of North America and how this altar, this prayer, this ceremony was handed down over many, many generations for thousands of years and coalesced into this form that we know as Busca del Vision. And so it carries with it what I've been told and from my experience. It carries with it tremendous power, tremendous wisdom and knowledge from ancient, ancient times. After the great flood, when the people dispersed and repopulated the, the earth, it's said to be an altar originating from that time. So when, just like the most sacred of, uh, of mantras, like the Gayatri mantra, Om Buddha Vasa, which calls in the power of the sun. And people have been praying this, reciting this mantra for thousands and thousands of years, and it's being recited right now all over the world by many, many people. The form, the mantra, that prayer, its consciousness is, it's, it's an entity in and of itself, like a conscious being. And when we recite the mantra, the, the prayer, it pulls in the blessings and the knowledge and the wisdom of all those people who've been praying this this way for for many 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 years in many many traditions in over uh, the spans of the earth, and it's the same for this the ceremony. Um, from my experience, I felt that tremendous energy, that tremendous blessing. Over the years, it's it's unfolding more and more as it's like a, a relationship that I develop uh, with this this being, this prayer, this altar, uh, this wisdom, this consciousness of the. And it's the relationship deepens, as I said, and like with any one of our relatives or friends, the more time and energy we, we put to nurturing that relationship, the more we begin to trust one another and open to one another and share with one another, be vulnerable with one another. And it's very similar, uh, if not the same energetic pattern with ceremony, with this particular ceremony. So I found it myself down there not knowing what I jumped into, and it turned out to be one of the, the best choices of my life. And this, this ceremony, I'm fond of saying, has uh, become the most powerful spiritual force in my life. And as I said, it, it takes time for it to unfold. It's a big commitment. You know, um, Ideally, one goes down and, and supports for at least one year and meets the family, prays to the fire, learns the, the protocols and the prayers and you know, dig holes and chop wood, carry water and pray and sing and sweat and cry and all those experiences that come along with gathering as, as humans in, in reverence and prayer. And um, so the first year, one goes down to support. 
and learns uh, what the ceremony is all about, learns the form. And just like in uh, my experience with martial arts, you learn the form like A, B, C, this movement, this movement, you learn the basics. And then eventually it becomes one's able to improvise and adjust and move spontaneously. And it's, it's similar with, with ceremony too. You learn the form, you learn the, the protocol, and then you go up on the hill for four, seven, nine, and 13 days uh, respectively each subsequent year. And yeah, it's a big prayer. Four days without food or water to begin with is um, mind-boggling to, to many people, especially in the Western world. It's a process of surrender. It's a process of deep prayer and reverence and, and listening, quieting the mind of discovering our, our true essence, uh, our true nature and our purpose so that we could bring that, that knowledge back that we learned from this two-week ceremony, from sitting on the hill and supporting, and bring it back into our lives and apply those teachings to our lives and I've seen in my life how what I've learned from sitting on the hill for, for many days, I've completed my four years and then some. I've seen how in my, my diligence to apply those teachings that I gleaned from visionary dream experiences on the hill, from voices of the angels speaking to me on the hill, from intuitive realizations you know, in, in the waking state as well. I've seen how those teachings, as I've applied them, have changed my life, has allowed me to create the life that's most ideal to me, that, that, that feels best in my heart, how I've been able to prioritize and put things into perspective. And so going through such a, um, a rigorous training, a rigorous, rigorous prayer, makes life a lot easier. All of a sudden, those little things that once like tugged at your sleeve and called for attention, you don't even notice anymore because there's bigger things at stake. There's bigger things at hand. There's more important things to focus on coming into the heart. It's, it's all for that purpose. All these prayers that we do, all these ceremonies and forms, they're all so that we could be without the mind in the heart in the present moment. And that affects one's life. That's affected my life tremendously for the better. I, I find myself in a, in a position where I'm uh, much more free up for life to explore to travel and of course there's a lot of lot of synchronicities and um, context to that but um, it's played a crucial role in me releasing my expectations of life releasing my worries preoccupations and align myself to flow on the current of life so I've done my four years on the hill you know and it's intense experience and I, I i liken it to you know we have a choice in life uh, we have lots of choices in life and every moment's a choice certainly we can choose to allow life to offer us well let's say life offers us situations to step out of our comfort zone and only in doing so do we do we grow when we step out of our comfort zone in, intentionally such as in a strong prayer such as vision quest when we purposefully move into that discomfort and these intense experiences, we grow and we grow in our own way, in a purposeful way. But if we turn aside, if we cast aside, avoid stepping into discomfort, life will hand us uncomfortable situations in our day-to-day -day life that we're not expecting, drama and crisis and so on. But if we step into that in our day-to-day -day walk and in uh, sacred ceremony, it's like we, we shed ourselves of that karma and we take care of that work 
before life just tells us now it's time. We choose when to step into discomfort zone or out of our comfort zone. So it's tremendously valuable work. There's sweat lodges every day for purification, singing every day to the directions uh, morning and night. Uh, Lots of hard work, as I said, uh, literally chopping wood, carrying water, digging holes, cooking food, chopping food, etc. But one of the most valuable things that I've found in this ceremony is is family, is uh, kinship. It's um, there's sometimes you know between. 75, 100 people there, more or less. So a lot of people, a lot of beautiful souls who are each dedicated to their path. Uh, there's children there. There's a, sometimes a horse walking around and dogs. And it's this big, beautiful family. And the the treasure, one of the greatest treasure out of the whole thing is is in the eyes of each and every person there. Seeing the the delight in their eyes, seeing the, the friendliness in their eyes, seeing the understanding uh, in each other's eyes. When people come down from the mountain after praying for many days, how how clear and placid are the seas that lie in their eyes? How how brilliant and bright are the eyes of each and every one in the ceremony after all this hard work and prayer? So that brilliance that emanates from our eyes as a result of these these prayers, they shine the whole world. I find when I go home from these from the vision quest, people are like, "What did you?" Where did you go? And you know, I tell them about Vision Quest. And, and this year I've been delighted to have some dear friends come with me and, and share with them. They came to support and they're committed to sitting on the hill for, for four years and then supporting after. They've seen, after years of me telling them about it, they've, they've witnessed it for themselves and they feel it and they're like, oh my God, I've never ever imagined that such a thing could exist. That in a, <laughs> My response was, well, I've been trying to tell you, but words are just don't suffice for for the depths uh, and the brilliance of this of this prayer. So I'm really committed to this path more than ever. Every time I come down here, as I said, it deepens and my commitment deepens and I am assisting, I am helping in, in to grow the family, to spread the word. It's been so healing and magical for me and I wish this for everyone. I wish that to see that look in everyone's eyes. And so, so yeah, the work continues. Beautiful. Thank you so much, William. That was a beautiful account of what really happens in Vision Quest and how much it can touch your heart and make you grow in your heart and understand so many things because this is, as William mentioned, a really ancient prayer and um, all the big spiritual leaders that have impacted the history of humanity have done some type of Vision Quest. Jesus Christ, Muhammad, Buddha, they all did their Vision Quest. And so it's a beautiful opportunity to not seek knowledge from an external source but to be in silence and allow this mother earth and the power of the universe and your own wisdom inside because the answers are inside to guide you and to awaken this ancient memory that is inside of all of us that we contain the memory of the origin of creation and so by fasting by stopping all the distractions we're able to tap into that so it's really beautiful and besides that there's also the opportunity to learn from leaders and different traditions 
traditions that they go and hold various types of ceremonies and give instruction for women and for men during the vision quest so it's a really immersive experience where you can grow a lot and um, really find a lot of answers that you seek in your life particularly everything that we have shared with you in this podcast all of the episodes where Alex and I are speaking that all of that is memory that has been awakened in the vision quest and all of that comes from all the knowledge that we have learned there so just to finalize this episode just wanted to invite you guys if you have any interest in going to a vision quest if you want to learn more about this we really invite you to reach out there's the sacred fire of Itzachilatlan or Fuego Sagrado Itzachilatlan which is in tradition that is a custodian of ancient knowledge on this earth and joins many ancient traditions and cares for them and continues them in a way with integrity and clarity they are all over the world i think in every continent and there's vision quests everywhere really so you can reach out i'm gonna add links on the show notes for this episode if you're interested and would also love to invite you personally to the vision quest in colombia which is the one that we go to it's the one that has changed our life is the one that we go to every year make it a priority because it's really um it's our way of nourishment spiritual nourishment to continue being well in our lives so thank you William so much thank you for sharing your experience it's very beautiful and until next time thank you everyone many blessings thank you for listening if you'd like to learn more visit www.ancestralknowledgeretreat.com we hope this information has served you and you put it into practice to live a more joyful and harmonious life.